Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Rob McIntyre. We're here to cover the challenge Ride or Dies, Season 38, Episode 18, Part 2 of the Final. We'd like to give a few patron shoutouts before we get started. Thank you, Ben W., Amanda Benkin, and Ken Marciano. We really appreciate your support. It helps podcasts keep running. If you too would like to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash the challenge chronicles and subscribe for $4 per month. Last week, we did a mailbag episode where we answered a lot of the questions that our patrons had. We plan to do a part two of that at some point late this week, early next week. If you would like to get your questions answered, message us on Patreon, message us on Discord, somewhere where we'll see it, and we'll answer it on next episode or sometime soon. With that, Rob, what did you think of part two of the final? I mean, like. So below average, definitely like decently below average, and it's also just like, what does this all even mean? Like this is all clearly just very much setting up for like, okay, here's our last ten minutes of the final that's going to actually determine anything. Did we get any confirmation on how much of a lead Devin and Tori got on the second day after they finished? The... I mean, for, for all we know, it could have been like six hours. Or how much of a lead they got? You mean just going into the next day? Correct. Yeah, once they started for the second day after they won. Like it may may have been twenty seconds, dude. This is a complete fuck. But the thing is, the second isn't going to matter either, right? It certainly seems like there's not that's not going to be a huge influence over anything. It seems like Johnny and Nani will get a marginal lead for the second day or for the third day because they won the the second day. And who even knows? Because by all by all looks of things, it's going to be some sort of elimination scenario coming up dude. next. That's like, why I, I saw this, and I'm like, oh my god, Anissa can definitely win this. It, it's definitely possible. Yeah, it's it's right? not without the so that, role. I, yeah, I think as much as anything, like, this just goes back to what we've talked about when we seemingly always forget heading into these finals. It's just like, dude, how they set these things up. If a Jordan just had, if Jordan and Anissa had just literally walked, just walk for the first two days, then just end up here. You could knock out one of these teams in elimination, and then the other one is like a 1v1 shot. If Devin, roll, Devin rolls an ankle instead of Tori, and Issa does, then they could win. That's what I was going to bring up. I was going to bring up that if you, or I, you and I were on the show, what do you think the producers would do when we just started to walk through the final? And we just like didn't even know. attempt we to do it. We could literally just walk, play, like, like play, you know, play rock, paper, scissors, just walking through the finals. We have to entertain ourselves with. I don't know what they would do, but I'm going to be like, yeah, you moron. We know we're going to give them a, you a, third, a 30 second head start. They're going to be freaking dead. Like, do you think, I'm curious at like, if you just decided not to do one of these stages, just refuse to participate, would they eliminate you? Like, let's say you just don't want to do this pasta eating at the end. If you're just, if Tori and Devin are just like, we're just not going to do it. We're just going to sit here and not do it. Um, like, do they eliminate you? Do they give you some sort of more significant penalty? What, what do you think the repercussions are? I think they would l- eliminate you. If you don't make an attempt to actually participate, I think that they would eliminate you. I think if you make an effort, at some point they would time you out. Or at the same time, if you make an effort and you complete it within some amount of time, they would obviously let you continue. But I don't know. I have I have some issues with the eating portion. We'll get to that. Yeah, I do as well. Let's let's start the fast five. Let's start to recap the episode. But I think that's my high level takeaway is that and I texted Trace and you about this last night after I finished the episode. This final's a complete fucking joke. The Oh Lamar. 
I, I people get mad at me for like, oh, standing on the fence about stuff. I have been more than anybody saying basically every single final since World of Worlds one is irrelevant. The winner of the, that final is relevant. You can look at who, who performed well during the final, and that's uh, like you know important to take account of. But who actually wins the final from every final world after World of the Worlds one? I think is almost essentially almost completely uh, just doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I think they've gotten lucky in some circumstances with who's Absolutely. won, right? That someone who the person who has won has been deemed by the public as a deserving winner but the format of it still was not good it just all, all of this is going to be for naught the first day was for naught the second day will most likely be for naught and based off of the preview for next week it's some type of elimination circus that this is well within the grasp of anisa to take home it's literally like, this is literally put on a tee for anisa to win this is put on a tee for her yeah. to win completely like uh, i don't even know i mean i still think that tori beats her in the majority of eliminations by like a not insignificant margin but it's certainly put on a table for them to have a shot all right let's start the fast five for episode 18 jordan and jordan and anisa are at the slingshot checkpoint they make it seem like they fly through that checkpoint pretty quickly tori and devon are in first at this point as they run devon starts to talk to the cows and TJ randomly cheers them on from the ATV. Uh, so we get more TJ actually? ATV moments. Yeah, he was right behind them. Okay. I couldn't tell. I Maybe I just missed the shot of it. But I, from what I had seen, it seemed like he was just kind of spliced in. No, he was right behind him. You could see him in the same no. frame. Johnny tries to motivate Nani as they run. And then Johnny starts to talk to the cows. We get to station four. We find out that they have to swim out to the puzzle pieces in the swamp. And then once they get the puzzle pieces, they have to run to a checkpoint where there is, or not a checkpoint, a different area where there's a key for the puzzle and then rearrange their puzzle pieces to match the key. How brutal did this swamp water look? Pretty bad. It's just, do you think they like poisoned the well for lack of a better term here in any way? Or is this just naturally how the swamp looks? I think that's definitely how it naturally looks. Okay. I mean, yeah, Tori and Devin just look like Shrek and Donkey trekking, trekking through the waters here. Devin and Tori get in the water. It looks really bad. Johnny and Nani finally get to the fourth, che fourth checkpoint as well. Johnny has a good idea to walk along the edges of the river as long as possible to make it less, less difficult to swim out. Devin and Tori get all of their bags to solve the puzzle. And this is where we're introduced to the fact that there's a key that they have to use to solve the puzzle. Nani and Johnny finally start to solve the puzzle. And then we get moments where Devin and Tori start to scream at each other. So they're starting to get stressed out. Anissa and Jordan finally get to the lake. And this is where Anissa starts to examine her ankle. And she says it looks pretty bad. And this is where I really thought we were going to get the... I thought we were definitely going to get the Anissa quits moment at some point throughout this episode here. And then later on in this episode where the medic examines her ankle at camp, I thought we were, they were going to like pull her from the game. Yeah. I just thought it was going to be over. I don't know. I don't know that I ever thought it was going to be over then. We'll see what this, this next bit holds here. Um, it did. 
it definitely was not great all around for the two of them this episode. The one thing I would say with this for this episode overall is since it like there's only six people left at this point and there's only so much existential dread you can really air, we do at least get a little bit more just kind of interplay between the pair this yeah, episode. So much better. Because they just don't have anything else to show, right? Like they have to. Well, that was a note that I made too, that we get a lot of different types of content that we haven't gotten throughout the course of the season. It, we get a lot more lighthearted moments. We get TJ showing a lot more personality. I don't know why they randomly decided to air it this episode and last episode, but it almost seems like a divergence. It seems like it seems like a divergence from the rest of the episodes of this season so far. I don't know if there was a different editor who was in charge of these episodes, (laughs) if there was someone who was a different person giving orders for these episodes. It just seems like really different. I think that there's no interrogation, so we don't have to deal with the people walking in and out of interrogation and that whole nonsense. That just is so much the episodes regularly. Um, it's also like all this stuff that's happening between the interplay between the pairs is during the final, right? It's all competition based largely. Um, so there's they don't have like the the house footage to cut to of them of Nani talking about her mom or, or whatever, you know, worthwhile story, but we just don't need it every week. Uh, they just don't, they, since there's just no house content, they don't have that. The only thing they have is what's happening during the final. And during the final, it just doesn't seem like they're having existential moments as much as them kind of barking at each other. They still do that in confessionals, though, and they can always air that content. But whatever the reason is, I'm glad that they're doing it because I definitely think it makes for a more enjoyable product. I think they could still be giving us more entertaining, entertaining moments, but I think this is at least better than what we got through the first 16 episodes. Jordan tries to get Anissa to move faster. They start to montage through the puzzle a little bit now that all three participants, all three pairs are at the checkpoint. Anissa says that it's frustrating to have Jordan talk to her like he is. And Tori is the first person to notice the pattern with the puzzle pieces where the symbols and the colors align in a specific way. Devin and Tori get the puzzle correct. They move on to the fifth checkpoint, and Anissa and Jordan finally get all of their puzzle pieces where they can start to solve the puzzle. Nani starts to complain about her knee, which I thought was kind of random because we didn't get any hint last episode or this episode to this point that there was an issue with her knee. So I thought that was kind of interesting for them to include. This is where Bananas finds out about Olivia, and it is kind of... Interesting to see each of the pairs gradually find out what happened to Olivia uh, as they run through the final. And this is where we get Jordan say saying that it's tough to lose to Tori. Um, we get to Station 5. They have... And we find out that there's one last puzzle that they have to solve before they can go to bed for the night. Nani uh, figures out the color pattern back at Station 4 for Johnny and Nani. They complete the puzzle, and Johnny says that he's concerned with the condition that Nani's knee is in. Which, again, it, unless she leaves, I'm kind of surprised that they even included this. But Devin and Tori finish their puzzle at checkpoint five so they can now go to bed. It seems like they flew through it pretty quickly, and this is a puzzle that TJ said would take hours for the pairs to complete. This is where 
Johnny tells Tori about what happened to Olivia at Checkpoint 5. They made it to the last puzzle. So now they're trying to solve the puzzle before they can go to bed. We get Anissa trying to tell Jordan what the pattern is on the memorization puzzle at Checkpoint 4. And Jordan is just not having it. He's just losing his shit here. I thought this was actually kind of funny. Did you think it kind of looks bad this episode? Uh, in what way? To get his frustration with the situation, just because he's he's nailed down with a partner who's just not the same capability he is. But like l- like later on at camp when he's saying this is why this is like the why it's the first time in thirteen years, I'm just like, dude, like this is just this isn't. You're you're not helping yourself here. No, but at the same time, and I think you touched on it. I can definitely empathize him within the sense that he's fucked. You know, like he's completely screwed. Don't think that they necessarily. I look. I don't think they're winning just because every single one of the confessionals has them both about to stab a machete into the other side of the other one. So I can't imagine they win. But and I certainly. I just really think if they just walk, just walk, and get to the end of this thing, who knows what's going to happen in the last stage? So, I think we've talked about this before. Like, I don't know if it makes sense to try and eliminate threats before the finals anymore. Like, I don't know if it makes sense to, like, try and stick your neck out there and jeopardize your safety in the house when these finals are essentially a crapshoot. Yeah, my one thing would be, these these do, it is a very minor event in this grand scheme of the whole season, but the finals do typically come down to some sort of mile and a half run in a puzzle. And, like, that's not a significant event, but there's still very much is a, very, a power ranking within the house of who's going to be best set and who's going to be worse. So I still think it makes some sense. Um, but it's definitely not... It's not what it used to be. Yeah. I don't know. Like, how many... Like, It'll how, be inter- like how many times out of 10 would you say that CT wins the Spire Thousand Allies final? Pending equitable... Dude, I don't even... I don't even fucking remember who was in that thing. It was him, Kyle? I mean, dude, he, he he almost lost. He for all <laughs> intents and purposes, he should have lost to Kyle and Tori. You know, like he should have lost it. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Is just like, I feel like if he has Tori instead of Casey, he dust them in that one. I, I just I just think she was lagging. Well, she was injured, wasn't she? She was injured, yeah. Or she had she was recovering from an injury. Dude, I can't believe Emmy was even in that final. I'm looking at this right now. <laughs> All right, we, we got what a fucking up. final, dude. We got fucking... a... Nelson was in that final. Nelson was in the final. I couldn't believe it when Tori last episode said that Nani's been in three finals in a row. Like, I had no recollection of that. A double double agent, Sparks has an allies, and now. I think she's been better this final than the other two, even if she's not winning. Yeah, she's, like, pretty solid. Um, I think it really just comes down to the fact that Devin is better than them at puzzles. I think that's purely what what it's been up until this point. I Um, think... And and Devin are still better than he and... Or she and Banana. Say that again? I think in just a straight run, I still think Devin and Tori are better than she and Banana. Uh... I don't know, to be honest. Um, we'd have to go back and look at just when they've started evenly and just been running who's been ahead. But from my recollection, I think Tori and Devin have still been leading. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, this the entire first two, day, two days of this final, 
came down to an eating contest. That's literally what the two days came down to, pretty much. I mean, like, it's it's literally one of, like, the six most important things on the show, it seems like, at this point. Right? Definitely. For sure. Yeah. I, would, I would say top five, almost. I think running is still number one. And, like, you, let's disregard political social play as part of it, because I think that's just a different equation. But I still think I think running is one. I, I think, like, puzzle slash memorization would probably be, like, two or three with strength to weight. I think that's... I honestly think that might be one. What, puzzles? Yeah, puzzles and memorization. Because I think we've seen that if you don't, if you can't do that, you're you're completely screwed. There's nothing you can do. And I think oh. that's why, I think that's why Nelson's completely dead in the water when it comes to finals. He's, he's just fucked. Partner. Exactly, yeah, there's nothing he can do. Well, my, my thing is just, like, if you, like, like, how many times out of 20 does Jordan beat Anissa in a run? Every single time, right? Okay, how many times yes. twenty does like, like, it, but, but with puzzles, even the best person, the worst person, sometimes the worst person just kind of stumbles into it, right? Like, I don't know if we know that though. I think, I think, like, mentally we think that, but like, I don't know if that's actually the case, right? Well, because so- it's like, it's, it's, it's not as easy for us to, like, like we don't, we well, we can't like mentally digest that as much. It, it seems like it, it should be possible. And that has happened. Like Kara gets last on the puzzle, gets loses to Jenna on a puzzle in War of the Worlds one. That's that's not something that would happen. You would say Kara is significantly better than Jenna on the average puzzle. Um, Amanda just. I mean, how up. how? I mean, how good is Kara at puzzles? Kara's like, I mean, good. so so let, let's put it like this: who who is the best person who has ever been on the show at puzzles? Like by far the best. Like who's number one? There's the chalk answer. I think Mitch, it was only on one season. He was pretty dominant for any puzzle he showed up to that. He's in CT. You'd have to say it's up there now as well. Um, Wes wasn't really great at them earlier in his career, but I think he's been very good at them in recent history. But this would be the couple off the top of my head. Yeah, I feel like we're missing some people around, like, Battle of the Sexes area. Like, like Battle of the Sexes. That's just hard. Like, put, your, put your headphones on. Come on now, why? The sound sounds like uh, it sounds better, but like it kind of like cuts you out. So I almost wonder if like the your computer is like filtering out some of the audio. So just put them on real quick. All right. Um, yeah. So I feel like we're missing some people from the early era of the show that were very I, good I, at puzzles. I, I was just looking at recent that, history, but yeah, there's certainly plenty in the early history of the show too that are pretty good. If I sound better with these on, feels a lot worse. Uh, yeah, I think what happens, and this is, uh, something that computers do is that they'll like filter out what they deem as like background noise. And because you weren't on, um, any headphones, I think it was filtering out probably more than it should have. Um, all right. So Johnny and Nani really struggle with the puzzle. Um, Johnny says that puzzles are not their strong suit. And Jordan, well, here, let's finish this real quick. So if Mitch is like the best person who's ever been on the show in puzzles, right? Who's the worst? That's a good question. See, it's hard to say who's the worst because even like the really bad people just stumbled into it sometimes. 
Like Nelson being yeah, hunter but, like, on a the, puzzle. The question is, is like that person. Who... Take take him out. Put him out. It's way worse again. So the question is, if Mitch is against Nelson in a puzzle, how many times is Nelson beating Mitch in a puzzle? Say again. How many times is Nelson going to beat Mitch in a puzzle? Like one out of every twenty-five. If that. I mean, but that's, I, I just think that in a run, the person who's better wins literally every single time. And that's the worst in the show against the best in the history of the show. Like, CT's better than Johnny at puzzles. You would say that, right? Just from what we know. Johnny beats him in uh, free agents. That's the thing, though. It's kind of really tough to, like, know. So that's the other aspect of this. Is that well, my thing is, if it's tough to know, yeah, that no, yeah, yeah, probably that's probably putting my point. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. The other thing is, like, I don't know if we can know that CT is, like, that much better at puzzles than Johnny. Because, like, a lot of these come down to, like, a really small sample, right? We see these people run, like, yeah. all the time. But these puzzles, like, our our opinion of how good they are at puzzles or math really comes down to, like, a small number of occurrences. I, I guess. I'm just, again, like, when the fact that it's hard to tell. I mean, people do. They do puzzles all the time on the show, though. It's like every other mission has some puzzle element. In eliminations, there's plenty of times to puzzle element. In the finals, there's puzzle elements. And again, like if it's hard to develop a ranking, that's kind of showing what I'm saying in that it's just not just whoever's better at somebody than puzzles. There's so many different kinds of puzzles, and just again with the randomness of how the human mind works, the best person is not going to beat the worst person at the puzzle every single time. In a run, best person beats the worst person pretty much every single time. In sort of a strength strength to weight competition, best person beats the worst person pretty much every single time. Why are we even talking about this again? Well, you were saying what's the most important skills to have on the show? Oh. Yeah, I would need to think about it. Because, like... It's like pass coverage in the NFL. It's like, a very so, important thing. So, the, it's kind of... so it's not even necessarily that, um, like, one person is... It's not even that one person who is faster beats the other person who is not as fast every single time. It's the, like, standard deviation amongst the skills, right? Whereas, like, I feel like there is less of a spread in speed and endurance for, like, the true talent of speed and endurance amongst the competitors. Whereas puzzles and math and memory, there's a wider spread. And I feel like that has a more pronounced effect. Does that make sense? I don't know if I agree. I think that really? the use, it seems that way because of the random effect of it. Yeah. Dude, it just seems like there's so many times where people, like, literally what we're going to talk about right now, Johnny and Nani get on this, and they're completely fucked. They could have been on this forever, right? I don't know if they would have ever solved this fucking thing. We saw that, I mean, I... we saw that in Challenge USA, right? Where Angela was pretty much dominating the entire season, and on one of the last missions before the final, she gets completely fucked on the puzzle, right? And she's just stuck at the same one for the entire episode. Uh, or the entire mission. And so I think that, like, while someone may be faster than another person, and that means they will beat them every single time, I think the amount that that person is slower isn't necessarily as, like, large as the gap that could potentially exist between the two in puzzles, math, and memorization. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, to a degree, I just think that's extremely difficult to say. 
We've just, like, I feel like we've just seen so many times that people get to like puzzles, math, or memorization, and they're just screwed, right? Like there's nothing they can do. I think that's part of also just how the show airs it, and also part of how the cast themselves talks about it. People are a lot more willing to admit they can't do a puzzle than they can't run. Because like even even in Challenge USA, right? We saw that with the Sudoku puzzle. We saw three people just completely fucking tap out, you know? Like like we can't do this. Yeah, that it does happen. All right. Jordan finally catches on with the pattern and Aniso is like, I fucking told you. Yeah, he he has some not great moments this episode. From this to the comment about Anise not being in a final in thirteen what? years. It's but in the in the grand scheme of Jordan not looking good on TV moments, I think this is low on the <laughs> total. Minor ball. incident. Yeah. <laughs> Probably true. I mean, and I, like I like again, like he's losing. He's losing to his ex fiance in a final right now, and he's tied to somebody. He, he, he no matter what he's going to do, he just can't get her to go faster. They do kind of give him a chances to redeem himself because he does say that he's wrong. He admits that he's wrong, and then yeah, later in the episode, the next day after he tears apart Anissa, he says that that day is going to be dedicated to motivating Anissa and trying to like uplift Anissa. So he does. Um, realize the error in his ways at certain points in time. Anissa says she feels alone in her frustration. Jordan and Anissa get to the final puzzle before they can go to bed. Jordan and Johnny come up with an agreement to work with each other. And Jordan and Anissa get it right, even though it seems like they were way far behind Johnny and Nani. Jordan and Anissa start to show Johnny and Nani the right answer. Jordan says that he wants to do them a favor in the hopes that it will be first right now, by the way, like the fact that this is uh, happening in the midst of a final and the cast is like, yeah, this makes complete sense. That's embarrassing, but they're giving each other answers. Well, I think that Jordan says that he just wants to do that because it think he seems it's, he thinks it's more likely that they will throw the sabotage at Tori and Devin. I don't really get what he thinks. They were going to anyways. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really get what he thinks he's gonna get out of this. Uh, he just—they're just gonna be done with the day faster, probably. It does probably build some decent, some good equity with them. Like, why not do it? If you're because, like, again, it doesn't matter. That's my whole point. Is like the fact that this is—they're in a situation where it makes more sense to build up some good, good vibes with one of your the other pairs rather than actually trying to beat the other teams in the final by as much as you can. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's. It seems like everyone thought, and I think I was under this impression too, that only the team that finished first was going to get some type of advantage for the second day, when really it was the first two teams who finished first were going to get some type of advantage, because they did stagger the pacing for the teams as they went out. Um, yeah, that's how people made it sound. I wonder if with Olivia and Horacio getting knocked out, if there was some other element that was going to be introduced that they didn't do. Possible. But then why wouldn't they have just edited that out of the show? Um, him saying that just it may build some sort of impending anticipation for the audience by lying to us. Yeah, they like they do. They like to lie, and the cast. I, I yeah, I I really don't like when they lie. Other people seem to be fine with it. I do not like being lied to, or being misrepresented. Jordan, okay, so Jordan and Nisa get the answer. They show it to Johnny and Nani. Johnny and Nani finally finish, and then we get some camp life. We find out that there's 50, 58 hours remaining. How many hours of this fucking final are them just sitting around at camp and sleeping? 
a lot of it. It's also, what does this mean, hours left? Just because... That's the one thing I'm curious about. Like, is there just going to be a finite endpoint to this? Like, once it hits the 100th hour, all right, cut it, so everyone stop where you are, we're done. Or, because you know what I mean? Like, you, you can't, like, this is just an estimation on their point. How long is this going to take? Yeah, I don't know. Did, uh... I wonder, honestly, if this is the longest final ever, or if there have been finals that have been, like, the actual amount of time that you're doing the final have been longer than this. Oh, you're saying versus not sleeping? Yeah. Well, it's very customary in a lot of finals to not, like, somebody's, uh, at least one part of the pair is up through the whole night. Like, Rivals 3 or Rivals 1, like, that, that's very common. Um, so the fact I'm not doing that here, leave me to think that's probably not the case, if you're counting that. I was thinking about this earlier. What the fuck even happens on this second day? Like, what what do they even mm. do here? They just like like what they push the car and they eat. Is that all that happens here? Oh, you're saying this next day? Yeah. Uh, they run for a while too. I mean, that's that's kind of about it. Like, it really is. I'm surprised it takes this long. Do you think they, they sleep in? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think they probably started at like eleven or noon, maybe even a little bit There's later. Like Especially like some sort of breakfast buffet in the morning we didn't get to see. Yeah, like I think they let him get a ton of rest here. Like they're, okay. they're not going to try and kill him. Um, so they get to, well, I, sh- I don't know if I should say that. Like I think we've seen evidence to the, the contrary throughout the course of the show. But the, they, they get to war. Huh? Never mind. Keep going. Sorry. I, I misheard what you said. The medic looks at Anissa's ankle. Anissa starts to cry. Uh, Jordan starts to shake his head, and this is where he says, no wonder it's been 13 years, in reference to how long it's been since Anissa has been in a final. Jordan and Anissa start to scream each other, and this is where Jordan starts to patronize Anissa. Tori goes over to speak with Anissa and talk about how Jordan and Anissa are not compatible together as partners, and Anissa is saying that Jordan isn't helping helping her and that no one has ever talked like that to her before. Anissa says... If they were ride or die, we'd figure they'd be have perfect chemistry. Dude. Anissa says that she's not going to quit. And we get to the next morning. Johnny talks with Anissa about how rough the previous day was. And Jordan, when he wakes up, says that he feels like shit. And that he's going to try and uh, keep Anissa motivated that day. And it seems like he's kind of had... And I think he says as much that he's had some time to like rest and like collect his thoughts and kind of like mentally recalibrate. Yeah, the other thing too is so a couple episodes back when they were did that elimination against Kenny and Casey to get back into the game, she was all about how he was communicating with her. Then after the fact, she's like, "Oh yeah, I've never had a partner encourage me like that." You know all this stuff, and I don't think the way he's talking to her is that different from what he did. And he's yelling a little bit more now, but. Some of it, I think, is that is very results based. Where the fact that that turned out oh, good for them that led to the fact that she liked it, and now that she's injured and they're well behind, it's not the same thing. I think he even said that too, didn't he? I think he even said like, "Oh, when we're doing well, everything's great, and when we're not, like, yeah." Um, I don't know. It it did seem like he got quite a bit more aggressive here than he did in that elimination, and I think uh-huh. it's a much more tense circumstance and i think the the stakes are quite a bit higher well actually I, funny, I, I think it shouldn't be as tense as circling his because this all doesn't matter like that that elimination did this the other stuff doesn't do you think that they think about that so they absolutely do what wes and johnny well some of them definitely do i know wes 
said as much during the All-Star Street final. He was like, yeah, I knew they were going to try to screw me at the end. Like, he was very well aware of that. Johnny's made references to that in the past, which is why he's, you know, taking taking his leisurely time through a lot of these finals. Like, I remember Total Madness, where he's just not walking, but he's certainly not putting a full effort in for a lot of that final. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of people have definitely made mention of it. I, In their conscious mind in the moment, I feel like it's probably hard to not just want to compete. But... um. Like, like, like I said, when I, I was a seven-year-old playing soccer, we would our practices would always end with a scrimmage, and the scrimmage would always end with last goal wins. So there were many practices where I just sat on the side and then came in, scored the last goal, and my team won the scrimmage. So I, the fact that I can figure that out at seven leads me to think many of them can figure it out now. How would your Muay Thai instructor feel about that? Uh, I feel, well, you know, that's a good question. I don't know how he would feel about it. Because it, it definitely was me playing the odds of the game. But, um... In terms of like the honor system, I don't know if that, that would really go over well. Can we get this guy to come on the podcast? I, I could try. I, so I do Krav Maga and Muay Thai. I spend a lot more time on Krav Maga than Muay Thai. That might be a better, the better way to go. All right. Uh, TJ <clears throat> gets to the camp. It's time to start the day. He says it's hour 50. Uh, I wonder if it is hour 50. We could, I don't know. No, dude, like, come on. The day, he said, the day is going to be a series of grueling stations. And this is actually where they have TJ show some personality. He says that they have to push these, or they have these cars. And for a moment, it makes it sound like they're going to drive the cars. But then he's like, oh, I forgot the engine. That's the one thing that I, I didn't do and that they have to push the cars. I thought that that yeah, was They didn't drive cars earlier. So it wouldn't have been that out of line. I don't know if they've ever driven cars in a final, though. Well, they just did. When? That final hadn't fucking final. start. The final didn't fucking start, though. There was, like, no, like, uh, they weren't racing to get to a certain point to be able to start the final. I guess so. I stand by. I think there's a very good chance those cars were, like, on a track. Devin and Tori get a head start for winning yesterday. I still can't believe they fucking do that, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know how they can, like, like take themselves seriously and do that. That literally the entire, okay. like, day before was just a fucking head start. Yeah, like, I mean, oh my god, dude. It's just... I mean, they've been doing it for years. Like, we act like this is a new issue. This happens in Rivals 1, which is considered by many to be a very good final. Like, this has happened many, many times before. <laughs> But it's, it's just infuriating. Like, it, it makes the whole final make no, make no, there's no relevance to it. Dude, the one in Rivals 1 was like, like a petty, like a really insignificant head start too, right? It, it was, was like 60 seconds or something. Yeah, and then the, the last stage of that final is just go up the mountain and get the thing, which is very difficult to do. But it's not much different from our Spies as an Allies, really. Well, Spies as an Allies, at least they had to do a puzzle. So do you think Spice as analysis was better? It, uh, the final or that portion of the final? Uh, that portion of the final, we'll say. I think Spice as analysis was better. Yeah, definitely. That's a hot take. Spice as analysis final better than Rivals final. That portion. I'm joking. Uh, Devin and Tori get their head start. Then in Jordan, er, Jordan and Anissa get their head start over Johnny and Nani. And then... When Jordan and Nisa get their head start, they just start to walk. So it doesn't take much time for Johnny and Nani to pass Jordan and Nisa. Devin and Tori get the cars. They have to pick a car. Tori talks about how winning would be everything. 
Johnny and Nani. Uh, I do think that it's a really good job by them to actually take their time and picking their car. I think that's going to matter. Taking extra like twenty seconds there, just because we see that happen a lot, where like you know they pick they pick the wrong puzzle in All Stars Two, and oh, history is be written, right? So I think it was a smart move by them to take their time and pick the orange car. Johnny, when they get to the car, wants to look around and do what Devin did and try and find the best car. Nani just randomly touches one of the cars and TJ declares that is their car. With Tori and Devin, it does seem like he stated pretty explicitly, if you touch the car, it's yours. It kind of seemed like the sound with Johnny and Nani was dubbed in, but it's still possible that they were made aware of the fact that that would be the case as well. Johnny and Nani, because their car is in the mud, can barely move their car. Anissa and Jordan catch up to Johnny and Nani, and even though Johnny and Nani were stuck in the mud for a decent amount of time, it looks like both pairs pretty much catch up to Devin and Tori. Uh, so it does seem like Devin and Tori were struggling struggling pretty significantly for... Yeah, and this whole thing doesn't seem that long, too. Like, it didn't seem like they got much of a head start to begin with. And then this up to this point of the final, it doesn't seem like they've done that much compared to other states. Devin has some idea for how to move the car faster. They end up finishing first, then Johnny and Nani, and then Jordan and Nisa. But it doesn't seem like the last two pairs are very far behind. They continue on a run to Station 7, which is an eating portion. Nani says... If there's anything that she can do, it's eat. And I think we definitely see evidence of that here. She pretty much is the MVP for this portion of the final. Like this, Johnny this, starts to... I'm going to have nightmares about this stage. Just because, so, for those who don't know, in the fantasy game, and I'm very much considering revising this for next year, vomiting is a point total. So... For me to have to like slow slow motion this and like per- oh is that b- bananas or Johnny throwing up to Johnny burp or did she th- was there any vomit there like I just I don't need that in my life so I- I'm gonna take that out for next year I feel like so this is the issue that I have with this stage they should not be able to make themselves vomit like you shouldn't have people like forcing themselves to What's vomit on TV and you shouldn't be putting them in positions where they need to vomit. That's my stance on the eating. If you want to have eating, fine. But you shouldn't be literally having people stuff their face full of food and then literally go over to the side and stick their fingers down their throat to force themselves to vomit and then show it on TV. I think it's fucked up. I think it's gross. Yeah, I I that's actually I think that's a pretty good point. The other thing is too is like like Nani at certain points is just kind of like throwing noodles in her mouth here. So how how many of it did she have to get in her mouth? Because I don't think that it was that bad. But like very easy, she could have just like thrown a bunch behind her head, right? And then what are they gonna do? I think they would have called her out on it. I think they would have like not, given not her intentionally. Drops and a bunch of noodles go flying everywhere. Like how much of it does she have to eat? Or in this ice cream portion, there's a bunch that's still on the bowl. Like how much of it do they have to eat? I, I think that those parts of it. I, I just feel like the eating portions in general, unless if Justin Booth again is like just has an OnlyFans where this is the content he wants to watch. I think they need to revise this. Yeah, I don't really get it. Um, This is a long part of the final, too. Johnny says that eating has never been one of his strengths. He says that Nani is doing really well. And this is where it seems like Devin is literally just going off to the side and making himself 
Seems like he's gone for like 60% of this portion, right? Tori's just by herself eating. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I noticed that. Um, it seems like this is where it seems like Johnny and Nani have the lead. And Johnny says that he wants to make it look like he's enjoying this to demoralize the other teams. What do we even want to talk about here? Uh, TJ starts to laugh at them eating. Johnny starts making himself throw up. Jordan starts to throw up. I don't know if we need the play-by-play comment. This is one of the grossest in history of the show, right? Between this and the swamp thing they ran earlier. I didn't think this eating portion was that bad relative to some other ones. Really, dude? They're like zooming in on their mouths as they're eating and like throwing up and stuff. I I found it very unappetizing. I didn't think this one was that bad. Um, Jordan says that he notices Anissa shoving food to his side of the plate, uh, <laughs> so to try and make him eat more. This is where Nani throws up in Johnny on Johnny and into his pocket. Uh, Bananas and Nani finish first, and then TJ brings out like a huge uh, bowl of ice cream for each of them to eat, Me. which I thought was kind of fucking funny. Uh, Anissa says, "This is where we learn that Anissa hates chocolate." And then Nani starts to stir up the ice cream, which Devin notices as a good strategy to make it easier to digest. Johnny starts to eat some of Nani's ice cream because it seems like he is able to power through that a little bit more quickly. And they finish the dessert portion. Johnny and Nani get to go to sleep. It seems like Jordan and Anissa pull ahead of Tori and Jordan uh, for a very slight period of time. But I'm not sure if that actually happened or if it was... Edited incorrectly, or if I saw it uh, incorrectly. We very, very rarely get them all in the same shot, right? I do think... Tori and Devin finished before them overall, though, right? Correct. That's what I mean. So I thought there was, like, a Chiron that suggested that Anissa and Jordan pulled ahead of them, but Tori and Devin pull ahead first. They make a point to show that they gave Tori vegan ice cream. What is in vegan ice cream? I think it's almond milk-based. It's. I'm sure it's different for everyone. I've had it before. It's not bad. It's just that, like, I don't know. Like, I cannot eat, like, a lot of, like, almonds or, like, stuff like that. It's just, really? like... That's interesting. No. Um, like peanuts? Peanuts, honestly, aren't as bad. Um, Wait, it's just funny. It's, like, almonds mac- almonds, and, like, macadamia nuts or, like, uh, cash- cashews especially, too. I really? think they do make vegan ice cream with cashews, too. Like, I can't have too many. And, honestly, like, I think it might be, like specific kinds of almonds and cashews because like when i go to like sprouts and i get them out of like the bulk bins like i do terrible with them but if i get like some like nicer quality ones it's like not really a thing so i wonder if it's just that like those ones with uh they're in like the bulk bins at sprouts they're just fucking hosing down with roundup you know what i mean they're just fucking like soaking these things in roundups um like I, i have a lot of cashews and almonds honestly that's a very frequent snack for me I did think it was a pretty smart idea by Tori to, to like take the ice cream and put it in the water for them and just basically make it a milkshake so they could go through it quicker. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. That's a really good point. Um, Devin and Tori finish, and then Jordan and Anissa finish. It's hour 63. They start to play Third Eye Blind. It's the next morning. The oh, helicopter flies over. That was earlier, right? Yeah. Do you think Polly was? Uh, do you think Polly was doing the Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen when that came on? 
Do you think fucking Polly has ever seen this episode? Yeah, I bet you keep watching. You, you think he still that? watches? Yeah, that's so sad. That, but he watched before he was on. I think a lot of these people have said that they like never watched the episodes, right? Oh, I'm sure plenty of them don't. Um, they play. I shouldn't say that it's sad that he watches the episode. If he watches the episode, great. Um, I don't think he's watching but, this like. You know, I, I don't think he's like super fanning it or watching. It's kind of it's like it's a bunch of the people you know are doing something, right? Like he knows all these people still pretty much. I mean, how many of these people does he know? He knows. He knows everybody. Here. Uh. Does he? Yeah, he does. He knows Johnny. He knows Nani. He knows Anissa. He knows Jordan. He knows Tori. Was he ever on a season with Devin? I don't reckon they were on together. They had a couple feuds that season. Okay. It was, they weren't on for long. Each okay. Devin's on the season for two seconds for Corey Spikes. Uh, Tony's head another ground. Um, but they, they they are on that season together. They play third act blind. It's the next morning. Helicopter flies over and they all run to the helicopter expecting that it's time to start the third day of the final. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I honestly, this episode, like, in and of itself, I didn't think was that bad. It's just the fact that the format of this is completely false. That's the whole thing, that's right? The, that's the issue. That's the whole thing. I, I'm I'm really with you. A lot of people really did not like this episode, apparently. Trace hated it. Um, why? I don't know why. He just, I think the... the Dude, also, it being 60 minutes is, like, a <laughs> godsend, right? Like, how nice is that? You have to admit that, too. How incredible is that? Yeah, especially because if they had, I don't know what they would have done if they made this one go ninety. They probably would have just moved around the edges or some of the other episodes a little bit. But um, it is funny how on Survivor when they get to the finale, that's the one. Those are due to the episodes that are like double the length, right? Whereas on the challenge, they go the other way. Yeah. Um, for Survivor, I honestly, you, I really do not think like I I liked some of the interaction between the pairs we got. I thought. Just each of the three different pairs had a lot of different funny and interesting moments throughout this episode. But again, it's just the fact that none of this matters. It just doesn't. Like, they're not doing anything. None of it matters. None of it matters. Like, literally, none of it will matter until they apparently get to that cornfield in the last episode where it's like elimination circus that they have to compete in. Um, And like, who even knows what the advantages mean up to that point? Who do you want to win at this point? Um, I mean, I've been, well, I want Tori and Devin to win because I have a pretty significant amount of money riding on them winning now with Paul. So that, that's, that's where my, my head is at. Oh, dude, I want fucking Jordan and Anissa to win. It would be hilarious. Like, fun, right? Just that, that, that is true. That dude, would be like, like <laughs> just like make it known how much of a fucking like, like joke this is. Yeah, I, I can't, them I, I don't see them winning and much more to do with the fact that again, it looks like they're about to stab each other in the confessions. They have nothing nice to say versus anything that's actually happening on the show. But, yeah, man, like, it, very, 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 very easily they could win something like this. How much did you bet with Paul? 168. <laughs> that's a pretty specific amount of money. <laughs> I have a very defined budget uh, for each season now, so that, that's that's where I'm ahead with that. What's the, uh, what's the bet? It's just straight up. I have Tori and Devin here at the field. This was on Discord? or what This was on Twitter. Which Paul is this? It's uh, Pat's uh, Pat's producer. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, 
Chalmers. No, 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 no. Um, it's yeah, but Paul Shaughnessy, producer uh, of the Mayo Media Network. He's looking pretty fucking good right now. Just a uh, which is Torian Devon. I mean, probably. And it was, I still, I still think Torian, I still think Torian Devon wins just based off of how the final's been edited. It does seem that they do show some tendency to re- reveal at least one of the winners in the edit for the final throughout the course of the season. I think it's a complete fucking joke. Like, I don't think there's a rhyme or reason to how they edit. Um, I think- but literally, but, 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 but by the time they get into the final and they start to show the final, you can tell pretty quick because like, I don't remember if it was spies, eyes and allies, or if it was double agents immediately when they started the final. You could tell CT was going to win. Well, like, almost instant. As much as anything, right? Like, on War of the Worlds 2, I distinctly remember Ashley was, like, miserable in her confessionals. And I'm like, okay, she's definitely not winning. Yeah, and CT and Rogan were both just were beaming. It's like, you can, yeah, that, that's a big giveaway as anything. Yeah. I don't really know what you can do about that either. Um, that's, yeah, that's not really on them. There's not much they can do. What else do we want to talk about? That's kind of it, right? Like it's only an hour long episode, uh, and just yeah, it's, it's just, it all just doesn't matter, right? It just does not matter. How much do you think it costs? Uh, like everything all in to film a season. Good question. I really have no clue. I was thinking about how we could uh get like a GoFundMe together uh <laughs> to like get people to like contribute to funding a season and we could just make our own season it is probably a lot of money think about how much just the cast salaries are it's not even accounting for production salaries and actually spending the money on getting the season together on average how much do you think each cast member makes on average so er, er, you were saying everything not including what they went on the season right so appearance correct so yeah. god I, I really don't know on average is what like Thirty grand, forty grand. Oh, I think it's higher than that on average. There's just a, a couple higher numbers. Why? Let's do it. There's yeah, that's what I mean. There's only a couple ni- higher numbers. Why that's why it. There's like making less people. than twenty. But like Rob, there's only like two, two or three people that are making over like a hundred thousand. I know, but if there's nobody, if there's nobody less than twenty, and, and there's and there's thirty, there's thirty people on the I cast, understand that. and that's why I said like thirty, thirty or forty. Thirty or forty thousand. I think as an think average, that's right. it's too low. I think it's above fifty. All right, let's do fifty then. So they're making fifty thousand. One, two, three. Uh, let's do it over here. So fifty thousand times thirty-four. One, two, three. No, uh, it's not thirty-four. It's thirty. Well, right? we got alternates, and people are like in and out. So that's a that's the thing we have to remember. The alternates aren't going to make that amount. Yeah, of but money when they but when they come in. But it's going to drag it down if they don't come in. Does Emmy get? Here's a question: Does Emmy Rust get paid? Probably, she might get paid like something. She's not getting paid a lot yeah, if she leaves. Like I'm sure there's language in her contract. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's just do thirty-four. All right, so fifty thousand times thirty-four. That is. I need a formatter here. I wonder if anyone's doing this in their head. Uh, uh, I wasn't. It is $1.7 million. Okay. That's not too terrible. Um, and I feel like that's honestly probably on the high end of what it could be. Um, so we have a $1.7 million for the cast. Or production. 
You can tell me any number. I don't know. Like, I would be surprised if all in this costs more than like fifteen, eighteen million dollars, something like that. That's reasonable. So if it's let's say eighteen million dollars. How many people watch the show? <laughs> uh how many? I don't know. I, I've watched Give me, give me. Uh, I really, you can find the guess. number. You can find the airing numbers on it. I know they've been down a lot recently. Uh, you think like five hundred thousand people watch the show? That, that sounds about right. I think a little bit higher than that. Seven fifty. So if there's cost eighteen million dollars and there's five hundred thousand people who watch a show, let's say that we can get three percent to contribute to this. That leaves us with 15,000 people. So we need $18 million from 15,000 people. That means we would need... It's a little steep. It's not It's not. Not, not looking good. It's. Uh, we would need $1,200 from each person, um, which is a big ask, Rob. It's a it's big an, ask. It's an aggressive uh, ask. That's an aggressive number of people who'd be willing to contribute as well, I feel like. I think... I think we could like make some adjustments on the margins though. We could we could look to cut costs in some ways, right? Like we're not gonna have thirty four people on a cast. We could do like are we, a, are we, are like we gonna a, be paying Anissa's eighty five k or whatever she needs to get on the show now? Fuck no! Like we're not paying TJ. I'm telling you right now, we're not take, paying TJ five hundred thousand dollars to host the show. That's fucking absurd. That what do you get? We're gonna get Mosley. We're gonna get we're gonna get Mosley out there, and he's gonna. Well, he's on Olymp- the Olympics now. I don't know if he's accepting. Or, yeah, I don't know if we have the budget for him. What does he do the other fucking three, like three and a half years? <laughs> like, I, I think he's, I think he's available, Rob. I don't know. I think, I think he would be jump at the opportunity. Uh, have you seen his hosting reel online? Oh, that's no. outstanding. Is the challenge? Of course, right there? yeah. Really. <laughs> I have a clip from the Rivals Super Union on there. It's one, it's one of the eight seconds he actually looks decent on it. So, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Does TJ really make 500? Is that what the report is? How much he made? I thought I saw Tracy that 500 is a lot of money, right? For two months, it's, it's insane. I, dude, I don't think he does. I don't, I don't think that's right. You mean, like, they're saying he makes 500 per season, yeah. Or I don't know if it was per season or if it was per year. Either way, it's remember. a lot of money, right? It's insane. I'm I'm surprised they you could get a lot of other people to do it for So I was gonna say you could get a lot of other people that would be better for less, but the thing is like I don't know how good TJ is because I don't know if they just choose to air content about him that just isn't enjoyable, right? Because this episode they did show content where he was able to show more of his personality. Where I was like, okay, like this is good. Could, could they just how, if they just got a stunt double of TJ? How different would it be? Just like like CGI yeah. in TJ. Like, I don't know if the technology is quite there for that. Um, all right. The thing is, it's not. Uh, we will do. I feel like he's not that critical to the part just because as much as anything, you just don't use him like that. Yeah, they marginalize him. So I don't really get why they pay him that. It's like it's the same way that they pay Johnny all this money to come on the season 
and they don't include a lot of he's barely the on content him. that Johnny was able to produce for them that we've heard about that has happened, but they just don't air for I think whatever. He still reason. might be behind Michelle in fantasy points. It's fucking nuts. People like what? What's been his big stories this season? Like helping Nani win. He, he hasn't had. Yeah, that's it. That's and been his only. Minimize his situation season. with Mariah. That was barely on TV. What with that? In a nineteen episode, in a nineteen episode season. Just we we in had to hear about her mostly episode. ninety minute episodes. Think about how, how frequent that be was the... throughout the season, right? I feel like how how much Amber and Chauncey like are going to get married content did we get? Is this the longest? Is this the most amount of content for a single season of the show? Ooh, just in terms of total airtime, uh, it's probably it's probably really close. I remember Dirty Thirty like it took forever, many... but the episodes themselves weren't as long. How many other seasons are there more than as nineteen episodes or more? Uh, final reckoning gets twenty. Are they nineteen? No, minutes they're now? an hour. World Wars one was sixteen. I forget how many World Wars two had. I think that one. I want to say that was sixteen as well. How many was last season? Seventeen. Yeah. Uh, no, it was eighteen. I'm pretty sure it was eighteen. That's close. They only had one episode for the for the reunion though. This is definitely a Greg question. I feel like you would know this. How many parts are we getting for this reunion? Two, for sure. You know yeah, they the, are. And well, how, how about this? How much post-season content of the season do we get? What do you mean Just by post-season? Just everything, everything after after the final airs, how much more uh, extraneous content will come out? Like we have the reunion. We're going to get oh, two, two part reunion. We're gonna get two one-hour reunion episodes. Do we have any sort of like uh, any sort of? Because like that last season, they had the shit they should have shown that aired online only. I don't know. Possible? How? What, that was terrible, wasn't it? Didn't there I hear clips from say the that? season? They just aired the people talking about clips, talking about things that happened. It's like, yeah, that sounds funny, but you're just showing us like Corey Nelson and CT talking about it. Wait, what? I don't so, the, what, like, it wasn't actually... I can't remember what any of the stuff that they talked about was. But they would talk about... They didn't show whatever No, they just happened. showed them talking about it. You what? don't remember this? I didn't fucking watch No, it, it was literally like, Tori would say, oh, this happened, and this was super funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Tori was like, oh, yeah... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ate lunch, whatever, and then they wouldn't actually show the clip of her eating lunch. Like that—that that was it. So fucking. Weird. You know they—they they have cameras all over the house. If Anissa wins this season, will she be the worst winner in the history of the show? Yeah, right. I mean, come on. Not even necessarily that she she she'll have put the worst before. Just like. She'll be the worst in terms of if we look at like who deserved to win on that season one. In terms of overall performance on the show, I wouldn't say she's the worst person to ever win. There's plenty of like, like rookies from Gauntlet three, right? Like the some of those teams that won early on. Like that. I don't know, dude. On Gauntlet three, like who is De- definitely in like the modern era of the yeah. show? Yeah, right. Like who's even the worst uh... winner of the past? however many seasons 
Like, wh- when do you consider the modern era of the show? Like, is that post golden era? Well, I just mean when I look at when, when the context of that question, I'm looking at it mostly in terms of who. Um, oh my god, I got a little bit of time. I'm sort uh, in terms of who final setups and season setups are most similar to this one competitively. Uh, and I would say from Rivals one on, there's no no more than four people in any given season. Like there's a pretty defined set of criteria. Except War of the Worlds. No four people. No more than four. So they had four on that one. Well, what about Cutthroat? Rivals one on, not Cutthroat. Why would there's you include Cutthroat? Same season. That's my point. Yeah. Are you sure? Or is I mean, it four? No, it's just four one because it's Tory Brad. But that's to me, that's just a different structure of season. Um, three win. Oh, it's four win. Brad Dunbar and Tyler and, win. Yeah, four. Oh, win. and Tory, you're at four. Um, so if yeah. rivals one on. I mean, Sam from seasons two versus. Uh, say that again. Sam from seasons versus Anissa, who's the more deserving one. I guess Anissa. <laughs> you don't seem to say that with much enthusiasm. I guess, you know. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Sam did nothing on that season, you know. Um, at least, like, you can make the argument that, like, politically, like, Anissa... I mean, she won a couple eliminations. She kept them out of some stuff. Right. She, like, she, look, look at it this way. Jordan got eliminated. If she doesn't hang around, they're gone from the season, right? So. Yeah. Doesn't uh, Trace have a bet with someone about it? I bet Pat that Anissa and Jordan would make the final. Uh, I think 100. Yeah. Really? I don't know if it was straight up or if he had any odds, but I think that was the bet. I feel like it would have been much more interesting. It was honestly kind of... It would have been interesting to see what would have happened if Casey and Kenny hung around just because there would have been more viable people competing for that last spot in the final. Are they viable? Um, just, I mean, like, like what would have happened from, like, a, a political perspective, right? Between, like, Fessy and Mariah, uh, Casey and Kenny, Johnny and Nani, Tori and Devin. And that group is a little bit bigger. People. That's what I'm saying. And, Okay. Yeah, I, I could see that. I guess. I mean, it, it came down to the end, though. It, it just kind of felt like people kind of fell into their natural place of who was going in where. I don't know that Kenny and Casey really upset upset that power ranking in any way. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll talk to you again next week or soon. Yeah, it depends. We'll see when we record the patron episode. Uh, if you haven't submitted a patron episode or a patron question yet. You can do it on Discord. You can do it on Patreon. Have a good weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye.